This is Job Trends with Karen and Friends. I'm Karen Triplett, Recruitment Advertising Manager at The Pilot in Southern Pines, North Carolina, and I'm your host. I'm going to be talking about the changes that North Carolina businesses have been experiencing in the hiring market since COVID. In these episodes, we'll examine tools and analyze data and help you create strategic opportunities for your business and future employees. On today's episode, I'd like to welcome into the studio my coworker and former recruitment advertising rep, Kathy. Kathy's been my ride or die throughout the pandemic, and while classifieds went through major changes, she was my rock. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, Karen. Um, I would say one of our favorite things that we would always say was, let's rock and roll. Yeah. Let's so rock and roll. I get the rock part, but we also roll, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Kathy and I are going to discuss the changes that employers were, are going to need to embrace as they go forward in this new world of recruitment. Um, right now, the current employment rate, unemployment rate in North Carolina is the same that it is in, in Moore County. It's uh, 3.8% as of February of this year, 2023. Right now, there are about a thousand job openings in Moore County. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's that's a big number. That is a big number. When I mean, you consider there's hundred thousand people in in Moore County, most right. of them are retired. So when you say there's a thousand job openings, that's a lot of jobs that are open. Well, our three top employers would be First Health, uh, Pinehurst Resort, and Moore County School System. Mm-hmm. All vital organizations in our community probably have a large percentage of those Absolutely. openings. Absolutely. And again, with the unemployment rate so low, that's just, it's hard to fill those. It hard is. to fill those. So people are working. You're right. They are working. Um, so how do we, how do we communicate with employers to come up with i don't know new creative ways to attract applicants what what kind of suggestions or ideas are out there now well there's a few um i think there's a few ways to get these positions kind of filled one way would be to advertise within certain zip codes use our recruitology or max recruit platform like for example scotland county which is our neighbor um, their unemployment rate is double what Moore County's unemployment rate is. It's at like 6.5%. And then Hope County, Richmond County, our other, our other neighbors, they're both higher than Moore County as well. They're at about 5%. So what businesses could do, they can focus on these counties, and then they're more likely to get more applicants that way. Absolutely. I mean, um, when what you have as a candidate pool in your own central county, you're not able to continually target those right. individuals anymore. And right. because we do have these counties that um, probably have a surplus, right. maybe, of applicants, even Lee yep. County and Montgomery County, and they're, they're easy commutes. Right. They're not very difficult commutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for for example, down the road... From Moore County to Montgomery County, they're widening to the four lanes. So that's going to make it an even more attractive opportunity for someone that doesn't mind a 20-minute commute. Exactly. And so those candidates um, right there, there and there, that's a great idea. That's really great software that we're yeah, able to use. Absolutely. For that. And so I share that information with 
with uh, employers. Uh, let them know that, you know, you might not get the candidates directly from Moore County, but we can go outside of Moore County a little bit. And uh, they've been pretty pleased with that. I think they're getting more candidates the further outside of Moore County we go. So they're happy with that. Well, that's the chief end of the game for this. Yeah. It's to get folks um, keeping all of our businesses operating and operating at a level that, of course, yields excellent customer service. That's right. And they all want to do that. They, Absolutely. All of our local companies, not just the larger em- employers, but our small businesses. I mean, one of the things that we are so known for here in Moore County is our large amount of small businesses. Absolutely. They truly are part of that backbone of our community. And they struggle. Yes. They definitely struggle with uh, yes. getting um, getting good employees. And getting the word out about it. Sure. Right. And sure. so that these programs that are now offered here at the pilot are incredible. The mm-hmm. reach they have and the way that you can go in and modify where you're targeting. We've never had that access before, and that technology is amazing. What are some other things then that um, that a business – what are some non-traditional things that a business could do to attract uh, a different candidate pool? So I think businesses really have to change their, their mindset and really the way that they use their verbiage in their ads. And, and I really help them a lot with that. I do my best to make them see that this is no longer just a demand on the applicant. You know, it's always been you list that you must have this degree, the job duties are this, and you must have all of these qualifications. Right. Requirements, typically. Requirements, you know, which we understand that. Of course, a, a, a person must qualify for the job. That's not going away. But what you must include now is why you are a superior employer. What makes you stand apart? Why would, with the employment unemployment rate the way it is, chances are the person is already working, so you're going to need to steal them from another company. Right. So you have to put out there why you are the better company and why they should leave that job and come to work for you. So, uh, you know, you want to put in why it's such a great work environment or what sort of perks are you willing to give, uh, you know, uh, higher pay, of course, is going to be the, the, the kicker. Everybody wants higher pay. That's, uh, you know, bonuses, different things like that, sign-on bonuses or whatever. Um, so some different kinds of benefits and perks the candidate might want to have. You know, you can offer them uh, things that are specific to what they want in their life. You know, they might not need the extra money, but they might need extra time off. Right. Somebody else might need a Christmas bonus, but they don't need the time off. So, you know, you can kind of um, manipulate it to each individual of what what your employees need. And, you know, you want to give them each their own individual kind of options, if that is something you can do. Not every business can do that. But... That's what's going to get you the best candidates, the best long-term employees, and 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 not the turnover that everybody has been seeing. Um, I think another thing 
One of the perks that a lot of folks really have been looking for these days since since the beginning of COVID is working remotely or at least hybrid, working half the time at home and half the time in the office. That's something that people really, really like. They love that option. If that is an option for people, you really want to be able to to offer that. Well, and so it sounds like maybe you could do even a hybrid benefit package for some folks. Yes. So for instance, you have your you have you you have your standard requirements, your standard um, qualifications that you need the employee mm-hmm. to meet. Um, but then you're also looking for that employee that is flexible. And to reward that flexibility, come up with a creative package for them. Like exactly. you said, if you have that capability to do that, some companies are so large that they really have to maintain, I would imagine, um, a standard. Sure. Absolutely. But some of the smaller companies might be able to do something like that Absolutely. and say, okay, here, here's a list. Here's a list of 10, 10 options. Pick one. Pick, pick two or three. three. Right. And we'll do this. Absolutely. We'll commit to that with you. And it's got to work for your model. It's got to work for your business model and all of that. Um, but I feel like if there was an environment like that, then whoever is looking to work in a flexible environment like that, as long as they are receiving something that they like or mm-hmm. or want they're not going anywhere right. they're going to be there for right. a long time and you know you can meet mon- their I needs mean, money is a defining Absolutely. thing too but we've also seen large signing bonuses haven't really yielded candidates for their applicant pools With, so it's got to yeah. be a little something more is what i'm hearing it does okay you know there's been a nursing shortage across the country for a few years now and you know the one thing that all of the medical field is doing is, you know, huge signing bonus, $25,000 signing bonuses. It's not working. Yeah. You're not you're not keeping people with the $25,000 sign. That sounds fantastic. Right. But there's still a nursing shortage. Right. So what else you got? You've right. got to find something else that is going to keep them. Right. Um, you know, it's just there's just a plethora of of things that you know people want right and they're all different well that's interesting you mentioned keeping because not only are could we have a conversation about attracting new applicants but retention yeah exactly of those great employees that you have and so of course that would be something you would want to open up to them um you know, to grandfather them in basically on what are some new things? What are some new things? What are some fun things? You know, what are some fun things you've come up with or some of our colleagues here have thought about as ways to? Yeah, so I took a little survey here around around the office here at the pilot and, uh, you know, kind of got some some feedback of like, if if you, you know, what would a perk be that you currently don't have that you would really like to see in your work in environment like what would you like and you know there were a couple and i'll ask i'll ask you kathy and i'll ask you frank like what would you guys like to see uh the number one thing though um and there was also a survey that was on careerbuilder.com from last year um the number one thing overall for most folks was a four-day work week that's what most people wanted to see was a four-day work week they feel like the um the work-life balance could really be much more effective. That was like 36% oh, of wow. folks said that. Wow. Yeah. 
that was in that that survey and most people said that around here as well that's not to be mistaken with like people don't want to work they want right. to work they want to work right. they love their job especially right. here right. they've been doing a lot of studies on the four-day work week throughout um europe for years they've done it and then in the united states recently over the past couple of years and it just blows away the productivity that people have been able to accomplish has gone through the roof right with the four-day work week um and the businesses that have done it none of them have gone back to the five-day work week not wow. one not one of them have gone back they're just so much more productive well and you know that is a big departure from it really is the traditional um, like who came up with the five-day work week like where where how who knows but you know we are a society of we don't do change very well and we just this is what we do we stick with this because this is what we do and it's okay change is okay And one of the things I think we've learned um, over the past couple of years, too, two or three years even, is that we can change. Absolutely. And we were the recipients of great new ideas Mm -hmm. and um, more productive ways, more efficient, even more environmental friendly ways mm-hmm. that we have made changes here and how we do our business and um, sometimes you have to have a, a hard nudge mm-hmm. like what we experienced with the pandemic but you know then on other hands once you get into that mindset that wow we can look at this differently it becomes easier i think for the company Absolutely. to be open to things i think one of the things we've talked about too is the infrastructure of your building mm-hmm. you know not just the infrastructure of your your benefit package or the infrastructure of your day-to-day operations with human you know with your people yeah but what about your building what are some things what are some creative ways that you could take your building that would not really be a big cost investment and create some spaces for your employees to oh yeah you know, get away for 10 minutes. Step away from a tough article you're trying to write. Step away from, you know, a big client. Big client thing. that mm-hmm. you're really trying to get everything right. You're trying to get the package right. You just need a little mental break. Absolutely. So what are, what are some things? I mean, what do you think, Karen? What are some ideas about stuff like that? Well, I think there's, I mean, if you've got, you know, if you have room in your building, you know, you set up some places where you can have really comfy chairs. You know, we sit in these office chairs all day long. Mm-hmm. They create stress in your neck, your arms, your shoulders. You know, you need to get up and you need to walk. And, you know, you could have a, a, a place where you can just, you know, chit chat with others. Right. Just a comfortable area. Right. I don't know. Maybe there's some games or there's like snacks or, right. you know, I don't know. Like a timeout station yes. or something. I would love to go in timeout. But sometimes. only you're not in trouble. No, you're not in trouble. <laughs> but I need, a, I need a good timeout every once in a while. We all do. <laughs> um, I, I'm a huge fan of the outdoors. 
Um, mm-hmm. I loved being a child when the classroom teacher would say, oh, we're going to have class outside. I, I would grab the too. book and run out the door yep. as soon as I could. Love that. And here at the pilot, we do have we do have some options that we could explore things like that. We're lucky some outdoor we have space. Yeah, we're lucky we have that and you know if, if there's a company out there that has those types of opportunities, maybe look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, creating a an outdoor lounge area for your lunch break mm-hmm. or a coffee break or um, and be a part of your community, you know, yeah. make it a welcoming thing in your community. I love that. Yeah. Such a good idea. Um, a couple other things that that uh, employees are looking for beyond their, you know, standard offerings like health insurance and 401k. That's, of course, standard. That's not going anywhere. That's the most important things that folks want. Um, you know, they're looking for mental health and wellness benefits. You know, whatever that looks like might be different for everyone. Um, some want pet insurance. They've got pets. Pets, when pets get sick, it is very expensive. It is. It can be. can be very expensive. Um, again, working remotely or working hybrid, you know, they they want those kind of options. I know one thing we have here at the Pilot that I don't think a lot of businesses have, we get our birthdays off. Oh, I know. We are very lucky about that. That is so fun. Right. It's it's the best. I praise David for that. I know. So that's, I know. that's just really cool. It is very cool. So... What else? Any other ideas? Frank, do you have any um, like benefits that you would like to see? Have anything to chime in on? Well, you mentioned using the space that maybe a business might or might not have, uh, but a lounge area, but I think also um, an area or maybe incorporated with that lounge area, some sort of, and you mentioned getting up, but you know, something that you can move your body get the blood flowing a yes. little bit yes like um a game like a ping pong table mm-hmm. or a foosball table i love something that. like that i think could be an option for some people and you know maybe a ping pong tables can be large but there might be something else that somebody could have um depending on how large the business is and what kind of employees you currently have i mean you could even just take a poll of you know if you're thinking about this as an employer what kind of what piece of equipment might be something that everybody would like to see in there i mean it could be like one of those little exercise things that you can like hold on to and like lift your feet up or like push down on like i mean that doesn't take up much space but some somebody might a lot of people might enjoy having that in um, having access to that because you know you might not be able to have something like that at home give you five minutes to walk away from your desk or whatever you're doing walk over to it and get on it and just hang out right right that sounds really cool and you mentioned snacks so i don't know maybe switch up what you offer in your break room if you have a break room or if you have a refrigerator you know because some people um some businesses might not have a a real office but they have a home base that like the the truck goes to sometimes and you've got a, a refrigerator there maybe keep something in there that 
everybody could have one of or yeah you know just something easy something healthy yeah or healthy is good but or it could just be something whatever yeah i know a lot of people like the little candy basket on vicky's desk that's right they're a little fun size candies come into the pilot come visit the pilot and you will get the best chocolate ever <laughs> um but you know we talked about outdoor space and maybe a picnic table is something that you could have right outside of your office that gives people a space you know because even though you might have an outdoor space making that space inviting by even doing as little as putting a seating something to sit on gives people the opportunity to take that right mm-hmm. break outside um i like it well and if yeah and so any of these ideas i think mentioned asking doing a survey I and mean, maybe obviously engage your employees in these conversations because you want to see you want their buy-in on it because it's going to be something that's going to uh, benefit them and their their well-being here i mean it could be a contemplative space and it could be a con- place where you go and you don't get active but you need to read or write poetry i don't know just something to um change up and it made me your statement made me wonder if i don't know Karen, if you've seen any in your reading or in these studies, do employers ask in the application process, like, what am I offering or what am I not offering that you might like to see? So typically, no, they don't ask that. And it's something that they absolutely need to be asking if it's if if when people turn down the job. Then they know that then maybe know. that could be the reason right. why they turned it down? Yes. So there's so much that goes into, you know, the whole HR process of, you know, finding the applicant, talking with the applicant, interviewing, following up, like all of that stuff. It's a long process. And some of them don't take the time to go through it all. The bigger companies do. Of course they do. They do it all right. But, you know. Sometimes it's like, we need you to start tomorrow, let's go, let's do this, and, and so on. Um, so, yeah, a lot of times they don't, they don't bother. Um, but it only benefits them for the future if they do go through it all. And um, Yeah, it made me think that if they do that with enough applicants, then they could see patterns emerging absolutely. of people of maybe something that... They've all said you know, the same 70% thing. of the people that right. have applied have said, well, you don't offer you don't offer a break area. Right. And I would really like right. to see that exactly. if I took the job. And right. then that could be a really good investment for them moving forward. Yeah, you tell me I have to have pet insurance and I don't have pets, <laughs> you know, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I think um, just to kind of summarize this whole episode, you know, it's really important that employers understand that so much has changed since before COVID. It's never going to be back there where you are going to list the demands and the people are going to come running to you and please hire me, please hire me. It's never going to go back to that. I don't see it happening. If it does, it's going to be years and years from now. So you have to be 
employee-centric. You have to think of the person that you're talking to, and you have to cater to them. That's that's the way it is. So talking about all these things, you have to go find that employee. You have to go find them. There's different ways of doing it. We at The Pilot are here to help you do that, and it can be done. It absolutely can be done. It just takes a lot of work to do it and to do it properly. Do you guys have any questions or any comments or anything else you'd like to discuss? No, um, I I think these are some great points um, that have been brought up, and it's all based on studies, which is nice. Mm -hmm. It only solidifies that what you're doing for our our employers and our community is you're dedicated to helping them get what they need and meet their needs and well it's a very big change they don't they don't always see it so we have to let them know right and um, change is always hard there's no question about it but it it can be for the better it is for the better and it can be very simple also Mm. but we're here to help absolutely thank you kathy for joining me today this was lovely well it was a lot of fun karen And we're all about our community here at the pilot. And Absolutely. We'll discuss a lot of different things to make them the best that Moore County can be. We, we certainly try. Yep. We definitely try. Thanks for the invitation. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Bye.